So arm balances are like this little self-test. It's like dangling this attachment in front of you. Like you should want to do this. You should want to look good in this. But at the end of the day, let it go. Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. Hello, yoga hackers. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. Um, I wanted to do a podcast about things that trigger us in yoga because yoga is such a huge term these days. Um, there's there's yoga clothing. There's you know bhakti fest where people are you know doing devotional yoga. There's um, sat nam fest with all the kundalini people. There's the power flow and ashtangis. Like there's just so much like within the yoga world. And I wanted to do a podcast about aspects of the practice or aspects of the yoga world that you might find triggering. And if you haven't uh, come across that term before, the term triggering, being triggered kind of means that uh, you feel set off in a way. Like, for example, if you guys listen to the Loving What Is podcast, um, seeing my husband's socks all over the floor in our house used to trigger me, right? It used to get me upset. And you can use being triggered as kind of a way to think of, like, you lose your center. You, you lose your yogic-centered self. And you, I don't love using the term ego, but it's like you shift more into a reactive place that's charged and emotional instead of what Patanjali wants from us, which is just to be neutral and have um, equanimity in our mind uh, at all times, to be sort of calm, cool, and collected. So we exit a graceful state and we move into an emotionally charged state. That's being triggered. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to do a podcast about what triggers you within the yoga world, because there definitely are things, and why I wanted to do it in this moment is because at the time of recording this podcast, it's the period in which we're about to embark on flight school, which is a 30-day challenge and training plan uh, that's exclusive to Uplifted with a lot of classes uh, designed around arm balancing. And I find arm balancing myself triggering uh, in terms of, uh, you know, things in the yoga practice that kind of get me emotional. Um, and I thought I'd unpack that a little bit in this podcast. And again, the reason I'm doing this is to hopefully inspire you or to give some insight into how you can do some of your own self-work around things that trigger you, uh, whether they be within the yoga world or elsewhere. So, Arm balances trigger me, and this is something you can do anytime you feel triggered, is like, why? <laughs> so instead of just going with the trigger, which for me would just be like, I want to avoid arm balances, I don't want to do them, um, I don't want to think about them, it's kind of like you move towards what's upsetting you with mindful awareness. So asking, well, what, what's really going on here under the surface? And I don't practice a lot of arm balances. And if you take class with me regularly, which I'm guessing if you're an uplifted member, you do, I hope you do. If you take class with me regularly, you notice I don't really teach arm balances. And I teach this a lot or talk about this a lot in yoga teacher training that as teachers, we want to teach from our own direct experience always first and foremost. And because I don't practice a lot of arm balances and I don't feel that I'm very good at them, <laughs> I don't teach them. And that's never 
been a problem for me. That's never bothered me. I mean, I feel like I have people who are attracted to my classes and style of teaching and um, they, they appreciate what I do offer. Um, and when people have asked, because this did happen to me actually when I taught in a big studio in San Francisco, someone once asked me after class, oh yeah, I noticed you don't teach a lot of arm balances. And I just said, yeah, it's because I don't practice them uh, myself and I only teach you know, what I, I practice. Um, but there's this other really great teacher who I'd recommend you take the class of, and that teacher was actually Danny, who I then brought in to help film the arm balancing uh, tutorials that are a part of flight school, uh, the, the training plan. So digging deep, when you're triggered, you want to ask yourself, why? <laughs> What's the story? What's going on beneath the surface? And usually there's something we don't want to look at. And if you've ever heard of shadow work, um, that is kind of what shadow work means. Shadow work means like if something triggers you or upsets you, it usually means that there's like a wounded inner child or shadow self uh, there that has yet to be resolved or maybe yet to be revealed. And um, affirmations for some people are triggering, right? Like the affirmation, um, you know, I am wealthy or I make a million dollars a year for some might be triggering like, oh, money's bad or, um, you know, you, it's really great to notice <laughs> when affirmations trigger you, just like when aspects of the yoga practice trigger you, just like we're talking about now with arm balances and my example, um, because it's like, it's like a flashlight saying you have work to do here. So it's actually really exciting when you find things that trigger you, don't be upset. Be like, Ooh, there's self work to do here. There's awareness to be gained here. This is exciting, right? So if you feel triggered by, I make a million dollars a year or, I am uh, wealthy or something like that, it probably means you have some money blocks going on, right? There's something to look at. There's something to investigate there. So by realizing that that affirmation is triggering, you now can like go down this road of self-exploration. So coming back to arm balances, um, I've been doing some work and journaling around this. And, and what I found was that for me, I felt like arm balances were very much uh, a couple things, like show-off-y, right? We can think of like the Instagram yogis who are doing these amazing arm balances. Um, so they feel like vain to me, um, which is, you know, ridiculous. That's just like all in my head. Um, another thing is that I feel like they put a lot of pressure on the wrists. So I have anatomical... Uh, concerns with arm balancing because we're not designed to stand on our hands, right? We're not designed to stand on our hands. Um, and in, again, yoga teacher training, we go over very carefully why. <laughs> um, we're much, much better designed to stand on our feet. Um, so we're not anatomically designed to be on our hands, so why do it? Well, in the case of an inversion practice, say like handstand, um, there are very concrete physical benefits to inversions, right? Having the heart over the head. And you can practice an inversion without putting pressure on the wrist. You could do forearm stand or you could do legs up the wall, right? Or even down dog is a mild inversion. But when we start talking about arm balances, like what are the benefits? Like what are the health benefits of doing an arm balance? Mm, I don't know. 
right? So this is the other reason why I think I kind of struggle with them or haven't prioritized them in my practice because, you know, it's like with inversions, there's a very clear health benefit. So even if I'm putting some pressure on my wrist or something like that, there's a payoff. With arm balances, I think this is where I get back to it feeling like vain or, or just show-offy, right? Because there's not a clear physical benefit. It's kind of just showing off your coordination, your strength. And so what I realized in doing this work, as I'm sharing with you, is that some of these thoughts uh, came up. And under the surface was very much, you know, fears that I have around uh, the fact that I can't do all of them or I can't do all of them as well as I would like to do them. And what does that mean about me as a teacher or a leader or uh, a yogi that I can't do some of these postures? I mean, I'm a teacher. Aren't I supposed to be able to do everything perfectly? And again, in yoga teacher training, I teach people the exact opposite. And I do believe the exact opposite, right? To be an amazing yoga teacher doesn't mean you can do every single yoga pose perfectly, right? It's about compassion. It's about cueing. It's about getting people to a special place inside themselves. Um, and, you know, it's really about helping people shift into this state of heightened awareness. It's not about like ticking off and putting a check mark next to some of the most difficult postures out there. Um, but I'm not an acrobat. And I'm willing to admit that about myself, right? I think my teaching has a lot of strengths. I don't think arm balancing is one of them. Um, but what I realized that I was missing by not practicing them at all, like it's like when I just noticed like I was triggered and just avoiding them and I decided I wanted to go deeper in part because of this training plan, I realized that um, arm balances are very much about like playfulness <laughs> and fun and like falling on your face and taking risks and not being literally not being afraid to fall and these are things that I personally really really struggle with I like to succeed I like to know the outcome um, and when you do an arm balance you really have to let go of control and I'm a super control freak so what I realized in like putting this series together for you guys and working with Danny and doing the classes myself that because I was feeling triggered by arm balances and therefore just not practicing them, I was missing out on a lot of the benefits that arm balances do have to offer. And I know I said like there's no physical precise benefit like there are with inversions, but I think what I've come to understand is that the benefit is really about like playfulness, letting go of control and having fun, right? So the, so arm balances unlike any anything else in yoga, it's like you try the pose multiple times, <laughs> you, you fall out of it, and it like channels that inner kid inside of you that maybe really like wants to be set free. And if you go into the arm balance with this like judgment mindset of like, oh, I need to do it right, or I'm trying to look like the people on Instagram, or I'm trying to look like a good teacher, I'm trying to look like someone would doing this on the cover of Yoga Journal you really get hung up. And instead, what I ended up bringing into these classes was just like pretending I was Alex's age, like a eight month old or whatever, um, at Gymboree or something like that. Like having fun again, just not taking the practice so seriously. And when you view arm balances as an opportunity to not take the practice so seriously, um, all of a sudden you just start to have fun with it. 
And sometimes you surprise yourself at what your body can do. And sometimes you surprise yourself at what your body can't do. You're like, wow, I really thought I'd be able to do this. And I just can't. Um, but arm balances are also like this magical thing in yoga where you try them, you know, every couple months. And you'll see like over time that things just begin to unlock and become more accessible. And you just end up sort of surprising yourself. And one of the reasons I loved partnering with Danny on this is that he's a really incredible power flow teacher. He really knows how to warm up the component parts of the body for each arm balance to keep you safe. And he really emphasizes his wrist warm up and cool down, which again, aren't baked into the beginning of every video. I consider doing that. Uh, by baked in, I mean like edited in. Uh, but instead, we're just really encouraging you to do the wrist warm up and the cool down before and after every single one of his classes. So if you are doing flight school, do it. Um, take care of your body in that way. And if you listen to the Savannah podcast that he has as well, uh, he talks about how you can make your hand more like an arch uh, or to have more of an arch like your foot. So you'll be able to balance on it a bit better. So there's a ton of stuff that you can learn. And if you're like me, because I'm imagining if you're in Uplifted, you're maybe attracted to the same style of yoga that I'm passionate about, which is not a style that, that very heavily uh, focuses on arm balances. Oh, so my other little rant with arm balances or why I found them triggering is because um, they're very much considered like a peak pose, right? And I don't like designing sequences so much uh, around the peak pose philosophy. I do do it sometimes, but usually my peak pose is like, you know, chapasana or um, twisted triangle or something like that, or revolved half moon. It's not usually an arm balance. Um, but, and, and to me that, you know, designing a sequence around an arm balance always felt very like linear, like, like we're warming up the body to do this athletic specific thing. And for me, a yoga sequence has never really been about that. A yoga sequence has always been something that's like spiritual and emotional and fluid and about entering a flow state as opposed to like a linear progression towards something specific. Uh, but again, that doesn't mean there's not value in, in approaching the, the, the arm balance uh, as, as a linear progression that's like, I think the lesson is that it's a linear progression and it's like some, it's giving you something that you want to hold on to, like you want to achieve this pose, but the lesson is that you just need to let it go and have fun and remain non-attached, just like Patanjali teaches us. So arm balances are like this little self-test. It's like dangling this attachment in front of you, like you should want to do this, you should want to look good in this. but. You're supposed to achieve and put in tapas, put in effort, but at the end of the day, let it go and keep that playful inner kid uh, mindset. And instead of getting caught up in how the pose looks from the outside in, just enjoy the experience and, and be open to you know, whatever possibility might await you in the balance, whether it's falling on your face or um, you know, catching some air and staying lifted for a little bit of time. So I'm curious for you to pick or think about something in the practice, yoga practice, that you find triggering, whether it's arm balances or inversions or maybe like a certain type of yoga, like a certain style of yoga uh, or a certain type of person you see on Instagram or something like that. Um, use that as 
an opportunity for self-inquiry and journaling, kind of like I've described or shared in, in this podcast. And to summarize, because this wasn't a very organized podcast, it was more just sort of like a share. Um, but to summarize, like what happened with me is I noticed I was avoiding arm balances and after doing some journaling and self-work, I realized that arm balances require, I had all these stories about why I don't like arm balances, right? Like my anatomical teacher thing, my wrist injury concern, like all these, you know, good doobie reasons. But when I went really deep, like why arm balances trigger me is because, and why I don't practice them as much as I should is because they're really about, uh, at a deeper, deeper level, they're about like letting go of control and having fun and being unattached to the outcome. And those are all things that I need to work on. I need to work on having more fun because I'm a complete workaholic. <laughs> I need to work on releasing attachment to the outcome. So like being okay with doing a class, it's a linear progression and leads to something, but you know, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. And, um, you know, I need to be more playful and I need to be okay with falling on my face, right? I'm definitely a little bit risk averse. I'm definitely risk adverse. Like, let's be real here. I'm very risk adverse. So, um, you know, arm balances actually have a ton to teach me. So this is an example of how very often what we're avoiding has lessons, has goals for us, like that flashlight that I talked about at the beginning. And I just thought that this was a cool idea and I wanted to share it and it just was timely because we are, uh, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, flight school is a uh, available training plan and uplifted and um, it's something that, you know, you should check out, especially if you think you're not interested in arm balancing like me, because especially the way the training plan is put together is that it's not just about the physical act of arm balancing. It's about kind of the deeper stuff we're talking about in this podcast. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. And I'd love to hear from you guys in the Facebook group or below this podcast. Like what do you find triggering in yoga, a style, a type, and, and what do you think is really going on there? I would love to hear from you. And if you want to join for flight school, you should 100% do it. Go to upliftedyoga.com and join. Okay, I'm sending you so much love from my heart to yours. Namaste. This episode was brought to you by Uplifted. Try Brett's membership community for people who want to enrich their life through yoga at brettlarkin.com uplifted. Yoga obsessed? Join Brett for yoga teacher training at brettlarkin.com train. And don't forget to give back. Like this podcast, leave a rating or review. Share this with someone you love. Remember, now is the time to dedicate yourself to what matters most. From my heart to yours, namaste.